2: You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, as always. Big shout out if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, if you're listening on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, or if you are watching on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream as we take you inside Studio 34, I'm here to help you win your leagues and win that cash. We got a good show for you on a Thursday. It is a little bit different than usual, though, because it is a Thursday without NFL football. I told you about this yesterday. How I do not like the fact that there is no Thursday game this week. We got two Saturday games, two Monday games, a whole slate on Sunday, all of which will uh, on some level be preventing me from being fully present with my family and friends as I drive around the tri-state area during this Christmas weekend. I got five players in the Monday games. I'm going to have to try to come back and win a fantasy championship, and I don't think I'm going to be able to see it happen because I'm going to be around the table Table in the Bronx, but that's okay. I digress. I ain't that mad. We still got a great show for you. I'm going to preview some of the games that will take place in week 16 as you guys are competing for your championships. I'm going to tell you who I like as Diamonds and fugazes. We're going to talk a little bit about this story. I don't know if you've seen, but the Patriots and Tom Brady may have some beef. Because uh, Tom Brady's boy might not be able to be down with the team anymore. I'll tell you a little bit about more about what I mean by that in our next segment. And also, I touched on it a little bit. We'll talk about it a little bit more today. This is serious. Puff Daddy. P. Diddy. Diddy. Puffy. That he's trying to potentially put a group together to buy the Carolina Panthers after Jerry Richardson announced that he is going to sell the team. And so I put a poll question up right now. There are no majority African-American owners in the NFL. My question for you is would a bidding group led by Diddy and potentially including Colin Kaepernick, because apparently it might. If they were to try to buy the Panthers, would that be accepted or approved by current NFL ownership? Your choices are yes, no, or, yo, money talk. So if they got the money, then they get the opportunity. I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say about that. And also, we got our guys, the Trap Game Maestros, Young Cause and the Effect. They came out with some new fire a couple of days ago, and we're going to have to make that pop right here on the fantasy freestyle. They are riding girly all the way to their fantasy championship. And we will of course open the phone lines a little bit later on. The number to call is 844 843 6879 I want to hear from my hashtag stats over beat cipher and make sure that I got all their questions answered so we could all win these chips together this weekend. And we're gonna do that when we come back. I got injury updates. I got beef between the Patriots and Brady, and I got Diamonds and fugazes for you for week 16. Come on right back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds and Statistician. Let's go.
3: Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money, and lots of it, by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire, too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock daily fantasy sports.
1: DFS lineup lock sponsored by DailyRoto.com.
3: How is it possible that
2: we like Bortles in the passing game and we also like Fournette in the run game? Isn't it kind of one or the other and not both? I think they could
4: put up 30 points, but I think oh, wow. Bortles takes a hit without Marquise Lee in the lineup. You're going to see Keelan Brown, you're going to see Meekins, you're going to see D.D. Westbrook there, and I think they take a little bit of a hit, and I think they go conservative with Lennon Fournette in this one. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the
1: Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash
4: radio. This is Tony Sincada from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern.
2: Muscle Maker Grill was made for football season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, MuscleMaker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season.
3: Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to steinersports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to steinersports.com slash box today. (laughs)
1: Ho <laughs> ho! Hello boys and girls! It's Santa! And I'm about as real as your chances at a title if you don't have the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I have 24-hour operation of elves-making toys, and you should have a 24-hour network of experts working for you, offering the latest news, advice, analysis, and cheerful and joyful entertainment. Ho 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 ho! You better have the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on your phone or tablet device! Ho 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 ho! Merry Christmas!
2: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network It's your boy Dane Martinez Speeds the spittin' statistician Holding you down on a Thursday I got my guys the Chris's they are both down there in the fantasy pit of misery we got chris bavona on the ones and twos making it so hot that we sweat steam and i got my guy it's your boy chris the analyst venture. he's on the youtube production okay giving you those different camera angles he's also monitoring the chat and we're gonna get a couple of questions at the end of the show see what you guys are saying out there see what kind of questions you have so we can take care of everybody that has questions going into the championship week of most fantasy formats let me start by giving you news and notes from around the NFL. Yo, Alan Hearns, he says he's not even close to 100%, even though he is back at practice. It sounds like he's going to gut it out. Meanwhile, Marquise Lee, another Jaguars wide receiver, says he's going to be out for a while. Let me tell you something. I think this is a very convoluted situation, but to me, D.D. Westbrook is the only guy to own in that wide receiving group. I don't know if I can buy Alan Hearns when he himself says he's not really 100%. However, I think he's going to be able to be on the field and take enough snaps and take enough targets that Keelan Cole, who was one of the biggest adds at the wide receiver position this week, I think he gets compromised as well. Okay, I think Didi is the only one to own. Here in New York with the Giants, Davis Webb, the rookie quarterback, finally got first team reps at quarterback at practice today. It sounds like I believe they're getting him ready, getting him some reps so he can actually see the field so they can get some kind of tape on him and evaluate him a little bit as they go to the offseason. Interesting, who might be doing that evaluation it sounds like the Giants have interviewed ESPN uh, announcer analyst Lewis Riddick for the GM role so keep an eye out on that that should be interesting Larry Fitzgerald says that he is undecided on if he will play in 2018 out there in in Arizona it's like the question is are they going to take one more stab at it or does it just completely break apart I mean Carson Palmer could retire Larry Fitzgerald It's apparently up in the air. Bruce Arians may not be there at all either. So do they take one more shot with this group with a returning David Johnson? Or is it time for them to hit the reset button and start the rebuilding process? Keep an eye out on that. I'm going to tell you something. Whatever Fitz does, that's what Palmer will do. These guys, I think, are going to be in lockstep. Interesting. This is an interesting note uh, injury from practice today that I think has um, some value. Samaj P. Ryan left practice today for the Washington football team with a groin injury. You know how much I hate the late-week um, injuries or someone that got hurt in practice. I don't think this is good for his availability. Now, the million-dollar question is what does that mean is left standing in Washington? Because Chris Thompson, gone. Rob Kelly, gone. Byron Marshall, gone. Now, if Samaj P. Ryan can't go, we are down to... Capri Bibbs would be the back to own, would be a very interesting DFS play if, in fact, Samaj P. Ryan can't go. And we got reward today that the Seattle Seahawks were fined $100,000 for mismanaging the concussion protocol as it related to Russell Wilson in week 10. It sounds like he was supposed to be in the protocol, but they just, you know, ran him back out there or didn't actually go through the independent, you know, neurologist and all that stuff. But what I find interesting, my guy, Tony. Cincata just said this on lineup lock live. He got fined a hundred thousand dollars. Thomas Davis, who lit up Devontae Adams last week and uh, and, uh hit that concussion, he got fined two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. So, an individual can get fined two hundred and seventy K, but an organization for systematically mismanaging this gets only fined a hundred thousand. I'm gonna tell you what, if I'm a if I'm an organization. And I'm in the playoffs, and my QB goes down. Say my QB is named Drew Brees. Say it's named Big Ben. Say it's named, oh, Russell Wilson, for example. I'm taking 100k fine and not worrying about it and keeping it moving to the next stop. I don't think that kind of price is a deterrent for an organization. But, hey, what do I know? Let's look at some of the practice reports. Here are guys that did not practice, so you definitely want to check this because, you know, it's not Wednesday anymore, okay? these Some of the guys that didn't practice Wednesday, you need to see them trending in the right direction, and it is not doing so for these guys. Deshaun Jackson did not practice with his ankle injury. Remember I told you he was in a walking boot earlier in the week. Devontae Parker with an ankle. Manny Sanders with an ankle. All three of them missing practice today. Corwin Williams not practicing today for the Arizona Cardinals. That with that quad injury. And what I think is the most important one, Jeremy Macklin did not practice because of a knee injury. I think that if Jeremy Macklin can't go, that is a big-time boost for Mike Wallace in that same offense. Remember, the Ravens have a plus matchup against the Blunt Guts Trash secondary that is the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday in the early game. Back at practice, Kelvin Benjamin with the knee. They were probably just managing his reps. Joe Mixon back at practice, likely getting cleared from the concussion protocol. Leonard Fournette once again practicing. And clearing the concussion protocol as well is Falcons running back, Tevin Coleman. Listen, I think that's interesting because you saw the way Devontae Freeman was running the last couple of weeks. If Tevin Coleman is now back, listen, Ward was in there as well. But if Coleman is back, that might take away a few touches for Devontae Freeman. And I bet there's some people out there with Freeman going into their fantasy championship. I still think Freeman is a back-end RB1, a great start, but it is interesting. I would have liked it a little bit better. If Tevin Coleman was not there, Devontae Adams, who I mentioned before, has in fact been ruled out for the Green Bay Packers on Saturday night as they play the Minnesota Vikings. I think that's a slight boost to uh, Randall Cobb, and I mentioned that in my Waiver Wire show on Tuesday. I think the biggest part is, listen, if there's no Adams, that's a good thing. But also, remember, Cobb operates out of the slot, so hopefully that is away from Xavier Bumpy Rhodes. Okay, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that we may have a little bit of beef between Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. And it all centers around Tom Brady's personal trainer. The man's name is Alex Guerrero. Okay, His name is Alex Guerrero. It's Tom Brady's kind of like personal trainer. It's the guy who's giving him the avocado and and all the Uggs and all the good sleep therapies and all that good drinking water stuff. And, yo, I can't front. It's working, right? We all talk about how Tom Brady is defying the age and all that stuff. He's a 40-year-old man still performing very well. Has avoided injury for the lion's share of his career. But here's the thing. Alex Guerrero, who was not the team doctor, not affiliated with the team at all, because he was Tom's boy, he was getting a lot of perks. He was on the sidelines during games. He had an office at the facility. He was allowed to be on the team planes and stuff like that. And uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots just decided to revoke all of those privileges. So something is going on. The question is, what is going on? We get to play a little Law & Order, Doom, dum-dum on what is going on. I think there's two different theories here. One, as you know with Bill Belichick and the Patriots, they're all about one voice, one voice, one voice, and that voice is Bill's, right? So maybe, you know, maybe the medical staff went to Bill and was like, listen, you know, I guess, Tom, whatever, but now a lot of other players are going to these therapies. What if, like, a regular guy in the Patriots, you know, second-string linebacker or whatever, he has a little banged up. There it is, little law and order. What if the Patriots training staff though was like, listen, we're telling, you know, Malcolm Butler what he needs is uh, you know, this electrotherapy right here for his knee. And all of a sudden Alex Guerrero's like, nah, 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 you don't need that. Come over here. I got the good good for you. I think that creates a little bit of a rift. But here's the other thing. It seems like Alex Guerrero was now taking on working more than just Tom Brady. He's working with Gronk this year, working with Julian Edelman, it sounds like, and others. So I just think it's a little of inconsistency, a little favoritism for Tom's boy. And you know, like, okay, so Alex Guerrero gets an office, he gets to be on the team plane. What happens when, um, oh, I don't know, what happens when uh, Brandon Cooks is like, yeah, I want my my, uh, entourage, my, my personal chef to get an office as well. I think it's very interesting and they have to draw the line somewhere. What I think, though, my big concern is what if this was really like a Alex Rodriguez cousin Yuri kind of situation? You know, because let's say all of a sudden Tom Brady gets popped for PEDs and the Patriots are like, No, 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 that wasn't us. You know, like maybe that was Alex Guerrero. You know, how do, what do you do? Find the teams? Uh Hold the team accountable? You know, I think there's some questions here. And the fact that they've actually made this a public deal, that they are revoking his privileges, makes it seem to me like they are trying to nip it in the bud. I also asked you guys, would a ownership potential group led by Diddy be able to potentially buy the Carolina Panthers? Right now, 74% of you say no. Only 10% say yes. The other 16% say money talks. I think it's interesting. Uh, Someone out here replied to me. Tommy Baker says it's not about the money. It's about the business proposal and the future of the team. I think it's about more than that. I think it's about the PR. I think it's about the image. I think it's about after Richardson, you know, says this, and we know about Cam as a African American quarterback and all the stuff that's going on right there in that part of the country near Charlottesville as well. I think this is a big image thing. And this could be a way where they try to diversify on the quick because Tommy Baker says also there's a conflict of interest with Kaepernick's lawsuit. Tons of people have been in line, you know, to try to buy franchises, I think if they want to try and put a smiley face on this, they could let a quote-unquote diverse group led by a first African-American majority owner, I think it's viable But um, I think they're serious about it but ultimately I also do not think it happens, why? Because Puffy and the Junior Mafia over here, they need to get money, they need a little bit more, Puffy's only worth $820 million, and teams are apparently going for $1.5 billion. When we come back, I'm going to do a little bit of spotlights on some big-time games, you going to get my Diamonds and Fugazis, and we're going to debut that next Young Cars Trot Game Maestros track. We riding girly here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back.
4: You think you've got the playoffs in the bag? You think you're the man? Make sure you listen to Fantasy Football Gold every Saturday night, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you can't make it because you got a life on Saturday night, you go to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe to Fantasy Gold. Matt Modica, Tony Sincana give you two hours of everything you need to know when you put in your lineup Sunday morning. And if you don't win a title and listen to us, I can't help you. Fantasy Gold, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Where's Theo Riddick? Let me check the link and see where Theo Riddick is right. Theo Riddick's not even in there. At well,
0: The beginning of the week on Monday, it was like the Lions don't expect him to play. It's the same wrist that he hurt last year and he broke and everything like that. And there's no way. And all of a sudden, it pops up. Full practice. Up. I mean, he'd be a nice option if Abdullah was inactive.
1: Especially Bloody against yeah. this
4: uh, Bengals defense, which is, uh... They're missing wild man perfect. But <laughs> you going out a night with him and uh, Dante Powell.
1: Oh, man. Weekdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
3: What up, Dane?
2: What's going on, Maria? Let me tell you something. You look excited.
3: I'm so excited. What are you
2: excited for?
3: Lineup, uh, lineup Lock Live, which is our show every Sunday on Fantasy Sports Network, Dish, Television, YouTube Live, and on the Fantasy Radio app.
2: I'm excited to wake up early with you on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, all the way to kickoff. Four hours! Absolutely. It's going to be the two of us, Emery Hunt, and a cast of experts.
3: Experts that win fantasy football championships, and they want to help you win, too.
2: So we'll talk sit starts, we'll talk injuries, we'll talk weather, and we will take your calls and questions and help you win your leagues and win that cash.
3: So good, so fun, so excited. I cannot think
2: of doing anything else on a Sunday morning. I don't need eggs. I don't need (laughs) prayer. I just need lineup (laughs) lock live, 9 a.m. to kick off Eastern. Be there. Red heat and Is
1: Donald Trump an emotional man? He's got no feelings. He's got no empathy. Cold-hearted business people. Do well in life. Athletes, etc. No empathy, no emotion. Only eyes on the prize. The more you get jaded about things, the more successful you will be because nothing phases you. Yeah, that's a good point. And another thing is, too, you get to a point where you really don't care. Weekdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports
4: Radio Network. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look.
1: In this league.
0: If there's a Santa, we will get Jerry Jones and Vince McMahon colluding together to make
2: a brand new XFL. I'll, That's what I'll be into myself. it if uh, the players are allowed to punch the referees in the face.
0: No, it's a great idea. Bachman. Oh, my God. It's fourth and two. And then all of a sudden, the wide receiver cold clocks the ref right there and they move the ball up for two yards. It's a great idea. And then you get Jim Ross going,
1: oh, my God. Wednesdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
5: Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
4: I can't. <laughs>
2: Little Method Man and Red Man bringing us back into the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Keeping it locked and loaded right now with Speeds the Spitting Statistician on a Thursday. The first Thursday in a while where there is no NFL football. Instead, they want to make it hard for Speeds to see his team and his Fantasy Championship as he goes all around the neighborhood to celebrate The holidays with his family, but that's all right. That's all right. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. As long as I still wind up winning my league and winning that cash, and I'll be back after all the games on Tuesday's edition. We're gonna have a big time celebratory party if Speeds win his leagues and win that cash. And I want everybody on Tuesday to call in. Hopefully, it's not game of inches, but we're gonna have a championship party here on the Fantasy Freestyle next Tuesday, the day after Christmas on the 26th. We're all gonna be celebrating those chips. All right. I told you I wanted to preview two key games here where I think there's some interesting diamonds and fugazes for Week 16. The first game I want to talk about is the Saturday night game where the Minnesota Vikings are in Green Bay to take on the Packers. Remember that they are going back. To Brett Hundley And I think that is the key piece to know Right here And I think there are some people that actually benefit from that On the Green Bay side Two in particular The first I believe is Jamal Williams Jamal Williams last week had 10 carries With only 30 yards But I think that was a product of they wanting to have Aaron Rodgers kind of run the show And have the win be on his arm What we have seen when it was Brett Hundley We saw um, Jamal Williams Really becoming a viable RB B two. I think I don't care about Aaron Jones. I think Jamal Williams goes right back to being an R B two even against the very tough Minnesota Vikings defense. I think Jamal Williams is a very interesting play. A lot of people have been asking me with different running backs over on Twitter. I like Jamal Williams this week. I think he once again becomes the focus of the Green Bay offense because they go back to Brett Hundley, and I think that he's great in PPR format, and I think that... um, you know, he he just goes right back to being, in essence, kind of he was like the workhorse of that team. He was getting work in the pass game and in the run game. I think that continues for Jamal Williams. So he's one of my diamonds in the rough in that game. I also believe, as I mentioned it at the top of the show when I mentioned that um, Devontae Adams would be out. I like Randall Cobb this week, okay? He had 7 catches for 84 yards and a touchdown last week when Devontae Adams was gone. Listen, Jordy Nelson is in the retirement home right now. And especially when they went back to uh, Brett Hundley, everyone thought Nelson might have been viable again with A-Rod, and okay, I could have seen that uh, that potential, but with Brett Hundley, he did not look Jordy Nelson's way. No Devontae Adams. I like Randall Cobb. I also like Randall Cobb cuz he does a lot of his work out of the slot. And so hopefully he will be away from the Pro Bowl cornerback, Xavier Bumpy Rhodes. So uh, those guys are uh, diamonds in the rough for me, Chris.
5: That's
2: right. Um, Unfortunately, now when we talk about diamonds, we also have to talk about the Opposite of that, that's our Fugazi's guys to forget about. And I got to tell you something, I am very torn on my Fugazi for this game because it is a guy that I own in my season-long championship team, and I'm planning on starting him even though I am about to call him a Fugazi. And you know he's my guy, he's our guy, he's one of the first nicknames on the Stats Over Beat Cypher, it is Stefan. Can you digs it? Unfortunately, since he's come back from the groin injury, he really hasn't done it that well. I like the matchup against Green Bay. I would have liked it better if Kyle Rudolph was injured, but that doesn't seem to be the case. The problem with me now is I think Diggs is touchdown dependent these days. He got in the end zone last week, and that's what saved you if you had Stefan Diggs. I had him. I started him. I survived and advanced my semifinals, but a lot of it was because he got in the end zone. If he doesn't get in the end zone, I very much fear a three-catch for 28 yards kind of day. Same as like what I said about Tyree Kill a few weeks ago. Like if he doesn't get the big play, that's the kind of line you're staring at in the face with your fantasy championship on the line. Unfortunately, if he doesn't get into the end zone, I see, you know, like I said, four for 35, something like that. That's not going to get it done. He is a touchdown dependent guy and because Keenum looks so much for Kyle Rudolph in those situations, I'm worried about it. That's why Stefan Diggs is my fugazi. Forget about him. He says it's a full gazing. What's a fugazi? It's
1: a full gaze if you think I'm a-
0: what, what is Fugazi?
2: Well, Fugazi means uh, phony. Yeah, he might be a little Fugazi. I personally hope not because I'm starting him. I just got word from the fantasy pit of misery that our guy, the manimal, Chris Bavona, is also starting Stefan Diggs. I want to move to another game that I think is very important. That is down in the NFC South. and The Falcons go to Orleans to take on the Saints. The Saints are five and a half point favorites. 52 and a half is the total. Let me tell you something right now. This is one of my stronger plays of the week. I uh, 52 and a half is far too many points for me. I think this game goes under. Remember it was a Monday night football game a couple of weeks back and everybody was like oh my god, such a high total and I told you to take the under in that game also. The game, that game, the final was 20-17. 37 points. We think there's going to be more than two more touchdowns? I'm not so sure. I've been telling you guys all season long that these are now evolving into running teams. We see what the what the um. Saints have done, utilizing Ingram, utilizing Kamara as well. Last week, Ingram had 12 carries. Kamara had 12 carries. They are trying to run the ball, shorten games, give their defense a rest. And here's the other thing. The way Devontae Freeman has been running and the way Matt Ryan has been throwing, the Falcons are doing the same exact thing. Last week on Monday Night Football, Matty Ice had 31 passing attempts devonte Freeman had 27 touches okay both of these teams are trying to run the ball a little bit more and go away from what you think technically and historically is their scheme and their approach that being said I don't think 52 and a half points get scored I'm telling you right now on this game I'm leaning heavily on On the under. I heard that. I told you that Tevin Coleman has cleared the concussion protocol. And he's back in the mix. I don't care. I still think Devontae Freeman is a locked and loaded RB1. My question though is what happens with the wide receivers. Marshawn Lattimore. Pro bowler, Marshawn Lattimore, who I've been talking about on Stats Overbeat Cypher for all season. He had Julio Jones. Can he handle Julio? Last time Julio had five catches for 98 yards against Lattimore, but he did struggle in the first half, okay? Then he kind of popped off. Lattimore was on him, and he covered him well. I think he can handle him. And remember, Julio is real banged up. He's always banged up by this point of the season. He missed practice yesterday. He said he's good to go. He's got an ankle and foot injuries, you know, so many things going on. I think Lattimore can handle him. Last time they met, Muhammad, it's a new day, had six catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. Maybe that happens again. Maybe the second and third options get to eat because they're looking away from Julio and Marshawn Lattimore, something to keep an eye on. And I think the same, listen though, on the other side, Mike Thomas popped off in this last time they met. Mike Thomas had 10 for 117 and a touchdown last time. Mike Thomas has been hot. A touchdown in three straight games. Over 280 yards in those three games. Unfortunately for me, because I'm also facing this guy in my season-long championship, Michael Thomas is a diamond in the rough. Yeah, you know what it is. Um, I would actually say that I'm going to have Julio as my Fugazi, and I'm just talking about this like relative to expectations, okay? He really hasn't popped off. He's banged up. He's got Marshawn Lattimore on him as well. I don't think it shapes up good. I expect, actually, Michael Thomas to outperform Julio Jones. I think the Saints win this game. I think they're a better team. I think something is off with the Falcons this season. I don't know if it's the Super Bowl hangover. I don't know if it's the new uh, offensive coordinator. I don't know if it's a confidence injury. I don't know if it's that guys like Free And Julio and Coleman have all been banged up a little bit this year, but something seems off to me. I think the Saints move on in this kind of round-robin tournament for the NFC South crown. I like the Saints to win this game. Call it 27-20, but my big play is I like the under in this game, under 52 and a half. Hey, Bavone, I want to ask you something. And, uh, and Ventra as well, I'd like to get your thoughts. You know, I'm talking about some of these guys I'm facing. I'm facing studs in my championship matchup, right? I'm facing Michael Thomas. I'm facing Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey, who I think have great matchups. So here's what I did. Check this out. Here's how I hedged my bet. You know what I did? I went on over and I made a DFS lineup that was basically my opponent in my championships team. You know, the team that's facing me in my season-long championship, I turned that into a DFS lineup over on FanDuel. I had to make one tweak because of flex positions and blah, blah, blah. Right, so I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling, Bavona, like if my opponent in my season-long league – Pops off and puts up a big number to beat me because you're gonna need a big number to beat speeds, right? Then at least maybe I cash in the tournament with that same lineup. What do you think about the way I'm hedging my bet in that way, Bavona? You think that's cool? I, I mean, there's nothing really wrong with that. In this, and in an essence, it's kind of like uh, covering all my bases. Well, it's kind of
1: more like say like if you were a Disney Disney exec, yeah, and you're kind of covering your own butt. Uh, if this fo- if like the Fox, uh, like they, what they just merged with Fox or something right. like that. Maybe it's kind of like you putting in stock in the Fox just in case the merger does not, does
2: fall apart, something yeah. like that. Maybe like in an essence like that. So yeah, you're covering your bases. All right, fair enough. So I'm glad that you give me the uh, stamp of approval. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to right now open up the phone lines at 844-843-6879. We got play. Plenty of time in our next segment to talk to speeds. We got to try and help you set your lineups, win your leagues and win that cash. I want to see you from my stats over beat cypher because you know, it's championship time. I also want to tell you, this is the last week you can go on over to dailyrodo.com slash DKMS. You could enter that free roll. This is the last time. Cause if you win this, you are in the finals next week. We're still giving away tickets for two to the big game in Minnesota, but you could also learn about how you can help the fight against blood cancer. You could be a bone marrow donor. You could be a blood donor. You just swab your cheeks, if you're a match, collaboration with the Fantasy Sports Network and DKMS. We've been doing it all season long, only one week left to get in those free roll contests. When we come back, we open up the phones, and we hear from you. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft
4: David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Fantasy Football. I don't care that Brady was your first quarterback draft.
1: It
5: doesn't matter to me where the draft is. It's- Tom Brady, at some point, common sense has to take over. Maybe Brady, his Achilles, is actually hurting. But like Frank said, the last
2: three weeks, he has not been good. Outside of that, Greg, from week one to week 13, he had one finish outside the top 12. And it's easier to say, I think Nick Foles is going to do well. When it's your team and you have to pull that trigger, I can't see doing it. Weekdays
1: from 11 to noon Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Right. Here.
5: Thanks. I think someone has a crush on you. Okay, Who? Let's make a game of it. One of these is a lie. He's six foot four. He collects <laughs> stuffed exotic birds. He spends his free time trying to save lives. Are you talking about Kevin? Yeah! He's a registered bone marrow donor. Last week he got a call. He might be a match.
3: He's so cute. Oh, he is. You could be a life saving match for a patient with blood cancer. Learn more at DKMS.org.
4: Hey, guys, Tony Sinkata here from the Lineup Block Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com. You can join Dane Martinez and Tony Sincotta, 67 to p.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and get the Knights DFS basketball advice. And, of course, we still break down football on a nightly basis. That's the Lineup Block Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Dane Martinez, Tony Sinkata, 67 to p.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Belichick wanted to say goodbye to Tom Brady after this year and go with Garoppolo. And so Robert Kraft was like,
4: uh uh-uh. You think this is why they might be trying to create a little something with yep, Tom Brady? Yep. Because of this, And then using this guy right here as a yep. A lot of the Patriots players
2: would work out with this guy. Yep. I think he stopped them from doing that, but he can't do nothing with Tom Brady, obviously. It's Tom Brady. It's because it's Tom Brady. Yeah. It's very interested. This is the first hiccup we've seen in their
1: thing. Brady-Belichick relationship, yeah. absolutely. Weekdays, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports
0: Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, the spittin' statistician, and we have reached... My favorite part of the day when we open the phone lines up at 844 843 6879 for the next segment. We're going to be answering your calls, your questions to try to help you win your leagues and win that cash. I tell you though, Chris, I thought that we were going to have like a downturn in callers because I was like, there's no way that so many people in the cipher will all be competing in their championship. I I was expecting a little bit of a downturn, but I'm so excited to see that the phone lines still light up here for the Fantasy Freestyle because that means that the Stats Overbeat Cypher is ready to uh, win a little bit of their championships. I also want to give a big shout out to my guy Benjamin Holmes out there on Twitter. He hit me up, asked a question, gave him his answer. He said he's watching right now. He also said that I'm the man. I appreciate that. The guys over at the Stats Overbeat Cypher have been very, very nice to me recently when you guys are advancing in your playoffs. I continue to be overjoyed by the support that the Fantasy Freestyle gets, whether it's on Twitter, whether whether it's on YouTube, hit that like button. Follow your boy Speeds, the Spitting Statistician at Spittin' Speeds. I just hope that we can keep it going after football season, guys. Don't abandon me. We'll still be talking about fun stuff here to help you win your leagues, to help you win that cash, and we also put the fun in functional sports radio. And we're gonna get back to that as soon as the NFL season dies down. But we still gotta answer some questions so we can win a chip out there. We start with Jordan in Arizona. Hey, Jordan, you're first up on the fantasy freestyle today. Welcome to the hashtag Cipher. How can we help you win a championship?
3: Hey, what's up?
2: What's going on?
4: Um, I just had a question about Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, they've been struggling lately. They have. Um,
1: I know that you said Doug Baldwin was a fugazi, but it's really hard to set him with the double
2: dip. Yeah, it is Um, hard to sit him. If you have Russell Wilson, I would recommend leaving Baldwin in your lineup. What I'm saying, though, is you just got to kind of like change your level of expectations. That's all, Jordan, what I'm saying. Like, you probably drafted him to almost be your back-end wide-out one, maybe your wide-out two. And I'm just saying, you still start him. I'm not saying don't start him. But it seems like he's kind of faded back and just become part of the herd in Seattle. You know, like some weeks it's Richardson, some weeks it's Graham, some weeks it's Baldwin. I'm not saying you sit him, and when I say he's a fugazi, I think that means he's a fugazi relative to expectations, which I think is an important clarification, Jordan. But I would still play him, especially if you're riding out Russ. You need that double up to win a championship. But what are you? What else are you, would you be considering with your lineup?
1: Well, I have Robert Woods, Adam Thielen,
5: and Kamara over them in my lineup right now. With him on the bench,
2: with Baldwin on the bench. Right. Yeah, I mean, you definitely got to play Kamara over him. Uh, I like I like Robert Woods over him. They got a great matchup. The Rams against the Tennessee Titans, I believe, this week, who do give it up um, in the back end. And Woods has become his favorite receiver, so I'm okay with Woods over him. I'm okay with Kamara over him. Who's the other one? Adam Thielen. Yeah, I mean, you got to start Thielen over him. I think you're I think you're right. I think you're right to then if that's the only place. If you just sit, if you just start the two wide outs and then the flex. Um, then I think Baldwin gets pushed out.
1: All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no,
2: I understand your love for the stack and the double up, but you got to go with the best, and you, maybe you don't want to invest that heavily in it because, you know, uh, as you know because you have him on your team, Baldwin has not delivered. Let's keep it moving. And we go to L.A. and in the City of Angels, we talk to Brad. Brad, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle, chopping it up with speeds. How can we help you win a championship this week?
4: G'day, fantasy free walk, freestyle. Can you help an Australian win a championship?
2: I can try. Is that is that is that your real accent? Is that your real accent, <laughs> or are you joshing real, me? Then I would accent. be overjoyed. No, I would be overjoyed to help you, Brad. What's going on, man? Can nice, you help me? God. Can you help me in like a rugby fantasy championship? Is the real question.
4: Absolutely, but we don't have as many teams. It's pretty easy (laughs) to go for the New Zealand team, to be honest.
2: Fair enough. It's all Kiwis all the time, apparently. But, Brad, let's help you win a championship. I'm happy to help. What do you got for me?
4: All right. I am good with running backs. Uh, What's got me here is uh, Mark Ingram, Ezekiel Elliott, and I have Kenyon Drake in my uh, flex. Okay. But my wide receivers, I have Mike Evans and Tyree Kill, and I sat Mike Evans last weekend Mm -hmm. and he put up some numbers. Yep. And I don't know whether, whether to run with them this weekend, or I also picked up uh, Nelson Aguilar, Mike Wallace, Keelan Cajol on the waiver wire this week.
2: Okay. Um, is this a standard or a PPR league?
4: It is a one-point uh, PPR.
2: Okay. Um, you got to have Tyree Hill in, okay? I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Um, as I understand your concern on Evans. Trust me, I understand because he hasn't really delivered at all. Yeah. Um, so I understand that, but I did tell people that I liked him on Monday night, but here's the thing. Now, that was a home game. They're now going on the road at Carolina, and that's a problem for me. Okay, that is a big-time problem for me. The Carolina Panthers are a top five defense, in my opinion, and sometimes they just dramatically shut it down. I think Evans will obviously be the focus as well. Of the other names you mentioned the one that intrigues me the most I gotta tell you the truth and it might sound weird to you Brad is Mike Wallace and here's why Jeremy Macklin is injured he's now doubtful okay for the Baltimore Ravens in that game on Saturday their matchup is great against the Indianapolis Colts and Wallace has a little bit of that big play potential he's been playing better lately so for me the idea that Recent play, I think Wallace has been better than Evans. The fact that Macklin is out only means a greater opportunity for a guy like um, Wallace. And they're playing the Indianapolis Colts, which is a very promising matchup. So I would almost, I would almost have Wallace uh, leapfrog Evans in your pecking order, Brad. I like your thinking. All right, I hope you win a chip, and uh, holler at me back anytime. I hope you win your league and win that cash, Brad. Dilly-dilly to you. Thanks for calling. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, we keep it locked here in BK. Brooklyn is in the house, and we go to Phil. Phil, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you win a championship this holiday weekend? Dilly-dilly, Speeds. Dilly-dilly. Dilly-dilly, my man. What's going on? Let's keep you out of the pit of misery. Let's help you win a championship. What's going on?
1: Uh, I have a tight end question. I had Hunter Henry who got hurt. Yep. So I picked up um,
2: Mercedes Lewis from okay. Jacksonville. And All I right. just wonder if there's anybody else that you would recommend ahead of him. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, not like high Trey on Burton. Mercedes Lewis. I'm not high on Mercedes yeah. Lewis. I got to tell you. So who are your other options? I might be able to get Trey Burton, yeah. Garrett Selick, Ricky Seals-Jones, Richard Rodgers, Jesse James. I would go... Steven Anderson. Yeah, I would go Ricky Seals-Jones. I would go with Ricky the legend Se- yep the legend I would go with the legend of Ricky Seals Jones um out of those this is guy you know he's kind of like Evan Ingram he's really a wide receiver you know he's really a wide receiver he's not a tight end and here's the thing I like their matchup against the Giants okay the Giants mm-hmm. as you know probably they gave a bat- a touchdown to the tight end something like 11 weeks in a row they are last in the NFL against the tight end I think what's gonna happen in this game um, is that Larry Fitzgerald is gonna get pretty much all the attention, as he should. They have no real running game, you know, because even Kerwin Williams doesn't look like he's going to play. And so Fitzgerald is obviously the number one target, but I honestly believe that Ricky Seals-Jones is number two. And the other thing is tight ends have been making big... Plays against the Giants, okay? I mean, you're, you're, you live in Brooklyn. You probably see some of these Giants games. No, oh, I've seen them live. No, yep. na- no, name tight ends like who you said, Garrett Selleck, running right through yep. this team, right? So, so because of those <laughs> yeah. reasons, I don't think you need to be a name value kind of guy. And I, I like Ricky Seals, June Jones, mostly because of the matchup. And when you're at this level, you're kind of, you know, we're not talking about Jimmy Graham, we're not talking about Kyle Rudolph, we're not talking about you know Greg Olson here. You, all your options are kind kind of dart throws anyway. So give me a dart yeah. throw against one of the worst defenses in the NFL where tackling is optional and they have quit on the season. That's the way that's the ingredients I'd look for in my dart throw. Does that make sense Phil?
1: Oh, I like your thinking, Speeds.
2: Right, I, I like it, your thinking. I hope it works out for you, Dilly Dilly. I hope you win a championship. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, we got another friend of the show down in Florida. We go to Rue. Rue, Dilly Dilly, how can we get a championship this holiday weekend? How can we help? Dilly Dilly, Speed,
4: what's good, man? I'm in two championships, so I got two. Yeah,
2: flex. double it up.
4: Yes, sir.
2: All right, so I need an RB two, a raw receiver tube, and a flex. Okay, are these standard or PPR? Standard, both standard. Both. Both of them are standard. All right, yep, give yep. me the first one. So, okay. So, Deion Lewis, Juju, yep. Batavis Murray, Sterling Shepard. And uh, out of these four, what do you need? I need an RB2, a receiver 2, and a flex. Um, for me, it is everybody except Sterling Shepard, Rue. And here's why. Two words on why. The two words are Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson is going to be guarding Shep. I think Shep is really like, you know, outside of Evan Ingram, of course, like the only option Eli Manning has. And Patrick Peterson, Pro Bowl corner, has shut down wide receivers much better than Sterling Shepard. I'm afraid of the Sterling Shepard going up against Peterson. So because of that, I go Lat Murray, Juju, and Deion Lewis. Give me your other league.
4: All right, my other league. I got this standard, like I said. But um, I got Jarvis Landry and Brandon Cook starting. I got Keenan on the flex because I don't know – What's up with his back? So Keenan Allen doesn't play, do I go with McKinnon or
2: Crowder? And you said it's standard? Standard. Because it's standard, I go McKinnon. Uh, Crowder is good in PPR formats, but Crowder is also facing the Denver Broncos no-fly zone defense, so that uh, gives me cause for pause. Lat Murray, I think, not Lat Murray, excuse me, McKinnon, I think, can get in the end zone for you. To be quite honest, uh, Rue, I think both of these Vikings backs can get into the end zone in this game. So I think you're okay that way. I hope it works out for you, Rue. Last question right here. Melvin and Callie, real quick, we're up against the break. Do me a favor, Melvin, ask me a question. And if I can't answer it right now, I'll take it on after the break. I promise. What you got, Melvin?
5: All right, what up, Speed? How you feeling? Uh, so I got time question, full PPR. I got uh, uh,
2: Kyle Rudolph or Greg Olson. Rudolph or Greg Olson. Um, I I like, you know, those are good options, man. I might flex one of them, to be quite honest. I might try to get both of them in my lineup, Melvin. Who's your flex right now?
5: My flex is either between Duke Johnson, uh, Jarek McKinnon, or T.O. Riddick.
2: I think you could consider getting Rudolph and Olsen in your lineups because you said it's PPR. Rudolph's going to get potentially in the end zone. Olsen, I think, found his way last week. Melvin, seriously consider flexing one of these guys. That's what I'll say. DJ and Philly, I'll get you right after the break. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: This message is paid for by the United Elf Foundation.
5: What's up, fellow elves? This is Jumpin' Jacks, your treasurer of the North Pole's UEF South Division. We've bought several ads here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network because we all know how much Christmas elves love fantasy football. You know it. The UEF wanted to remind all elves on Fantasy Football Sunday leave from the North Pole that the last shuttle back to the workshop leaves our secret spot at 8 p.m. Sunday. So that's immediately after the Fantasy Sports Radio Network ends their seven straight hours of live game day coverage. What's up? If you traveled by magic... Please disregard this message, and remember that you're expected back in the workshop by 9 a.m. sharp on Monday, so you can still listen to the full two hours of the Roto Experts recap, then transport yourselves back, all right? Thank you all. I appreciate it, and best of luck with your fantasy playoff teams. Your elf is out.
3: Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran?
1: The Fantasy Football Black Book is now opening its pages for your business.
2: Should have well, ranted about the Kobe Bryant jersey more. Oh, two, uh, Jersey. I mean, come on, two. You know, like, I'm going to retire this number and then this number. At the first thing I thought was, there another Kobe Bryant that played for the Lakers
1: at one time? He's such an ego, man. You know all these guys are the ego egomaniacs, right? And just pick a number. Which number meant more to you in whatever run you were on? Don't retire both numbers. I mean, what kind of stuff? Listen Tuesdays live, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports
4: Radio Network gotta here from the Fantasy News Desk, brought to you by the New York Daily News, which you can listen to every Monday through Friday, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, on a Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And if you're not a late-nighter, you can get up in the morning and right there on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, get Fantasy Sports News Desk, brought to you by the New York Daily News, with your host, Tony Sincata. Absolutely hit subscribe and get it sent to your device each and every day. It's the Fantasy Sports News Desk.
0: Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip-on, and kids' tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true Fantasy. Freestyle.
2: The Seattle Seahawks were fined $100,000 for mismanaging the concussion protocol as it related to Russell Wilson. What I find interesting, Thomas Davis, who lit up Devontae Adams, he got fined $270,000. So an individual can get fined two hundred seventy dollars but an organization for systematically mismanaging this gets only fined $100,000? Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy
1: Sports Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Speeds is fitting statistician holding you down. We only got a couple minutes left. I do have one more caller that I want to get to because we got to help everybody in the stats overbeat Cypher, and it is DJ down in Philly where apparently it is always sunny. Hey, DJ, how can we help you win a championship this holiday weekend? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle.
4: Hey, what's up, Speeds? I'm in a championship because of you guys, man. Thanks.
2: That's what's up. Anytime. Um, Let's keep it going. So I had Antonio
4: Brown and mm-hmm. I had Rex Burkhead who obviously mm-hmm. went down. Yep. So I need a flex between Marquise Goodwin. Mike Wallace or James White who might be in the end zone because of might spread that
2: out. So. Yeah, I like Wallace this week. Um, I said it to another caller. I'm off Marquise Goodwin because they're facing that Jacksonville secondary with A.J. Bouye and Jalen yeah. Ramsey, both pro bowlers there. I loved God, uh, Goodwin the last couple of weeks, but I'm off him this week. I like Wallace this week, DJ. I like Wallace because they're going up against the Indianapolis Colts. I like Wallace because Jeremy Macklin is uh, doubtful for this week. So Wallace may be the only guy kind of left standing, the only t- target for Flacco, deep, um, and mostly mostly because of the Colts, you know. And so I think Wallace becomes their number one target for Baltimore. And Wallace has been playing well recently, DJ. If you have him on your team, you've seen that, you know, I think something like four out of the last five games, he's actually put up decent numbers. So if my answer for you is Mike Wallace. I hope that helps you win a championship, DJ. All
4: right, thanks, Steve. One more question if you got the time. Yeah, what's up? Just a quick defense question. Should I play Chiefs against Miami or
2: Redskins
3: against Denver?
2: Ah. Uh, um I like the Chiefs at home. Uh, Brock Osweiler actually looked like he knew what he was doing at quarterback last week. You know what I mean? Against Denver. <laughs> I so I would go with the Chiefs at home. I think Justin Houston, what, you, what you're what relying on is trying the sacks from Houston. And remember, Peters had two picks last time. I don't buy this. Uh, he did, and, and, finally. and smoking Jay Cutler is liable to throw some picks on the road, okay? So I would go with the Chiefs defense. Definitely. I hope that works out for you, DJ. Alright. Um, yo. All right, thanks, for being so n- Anytime, there. brother man. Anytime. Now we go to our guy down in the fantasy pit of misery, Chris the analyst Ventra. Hey Chris, I know we Got some questions from YouTube and stuff like that, but I got to ask you, what do you think about uh, my strategy? Because, you know, we talk DFS lineups sometimes here on the fantasy freestyle. I'm making a DFS lineup that is basically my opponent's team in my season long championship. I feel like I'm hedging my bet that way. What do you think, Ventra?
5: Yeah, of course, you got to do that. You got to do you, that? The- I thought I was relatively, like, unique doing that. You're like, you got to do that. Like, you think people have been doing that for years already? Well, yeah. I mean, well, you play DFS, right? Yeah. You can make multiple lineups in DFS. Sure. So, you know, you should make one... You know to hedge a- like as this? your opponent, right, yeah, to hedge right. it. I right, like it. Fair
2: enough. I'm glad you like it. What are the people saying over there, brother man? What are the people saying in the feed?
5: What you're, are the people asking? Th- you know they're loving the cipher. I was talking to them a little bit. They're loving the cipher. Yeah. Yo,
2: do me a favor when you're hollering at people, tell them they better not leave us when football's done, yo. I said we're gonna be talking basketball. And honestly, uh, venture, you weren't here. You could talk to Bavona about this fantasy freestyle, bro. We put the fun in functional sports radio. We have a good time. Yep. We get into real issues. So. I hope everybody keeps it locked to the fantasy freestyle
5: one we're done. But what are they asking right now, Ventra? So we got, I got a question here. Pick two for PPR. All right. And you got four receivers here. All you right. got Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Can you dig it? Yeah. Funches. Funches. Tyreek Hill. Hill. And Josh Gordon.
2: It's Hill and Gordon for me hill and gordon it's hill and gordon for me I told that was you, easy huh I'm, yeah because unfortunately i'm down on digs i'm down on my own guy maybe it's a little bit of reverse psychology you know i'm trying to say that my own guys are going to be fugazi and hoping maybe they have proved me wrong and pop off who's carolina playing uh carolina has tampa so you don't like that i like that but Funch just got a little bit banged up didn't he in that last game he's mm-hmm. a little bit banged up and honestly i think greg olsen is coming back. Funches would have been third on this list for me, but I like Tyreek Hill to get in the end zone and Josh Gordon has been a man amongst boys. So uh, I'm still going Hill and Gordon. I think Funches has a, you know, he uh, fades away at times. Alright? Sounds good. Alright, so uh, everybody, check it out tomorrow. We're going to have a special guest talking 49ers football. So we're excited about that. We're going to do my DFS lineup. We're going to hit up that young cause. And for the last time, we're going to take your calls in advance of your fantasy championships. I really hope I get to help the cypher out.